welcome aboard. Whether you've got her by accident or on purpose, you found fishing without bait. Developing a lifetime without definitive, unrealistic expectations. My name's Jim Eller. I am a behavioral health therapist, and the only requirements for admission are the honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness to try. And today, usually we don't like to date the show by talking too much about current events. However, I believe that this particular current event, this zeitgeist, the era of the time, the tone of the time, uh, bears, bears some examination. So for those of you who may be time travelers from the past or the future arriving at the present moment, uh, what we're talking about is the COVID-19 pandemic that has swept the world and is currently in playing in, out in various forms in incarnations in the United States of America to varying degrees of uh, responsibility and to varying degrees of seriousness and to varying degrees of denial. So as always, I'm joined by my good friend, uh, co-host and producer, Mr. Mike. So Mr. Mike, uh, I would suspect I have a hunch that in the future, let's say 30 years from now, perhaps should you be fortunate enough to have a grandchild or, or a neighbor child, that their assignment is, to interview someone that lives through the pandemic. And they came to you, and they says, Mr. Sorg, uh, you're old. Can You've lived through the pandemic. Can you, can you tell me what it was all about? Oh, that would be a fascinating assignment, wouldn't it? <laughs> you know, and, and I think about, you know, like, when that happens now, and we talk about, you know, the, the, the wars and, the, and, and combat and, and dealing with those kinds of things, and the fears there, and in this, it kind of starts with, and, and hopefully these are the things that stick in our heads. Um, well, we sat in our houses for three months. <laughs> um, no, I, I, yeah, I think we are going to look back at this time as a, a, a test of people's wills, a test of so many things systematically in our country, in, in uh, um, what we do. I look at it as a time of reevaluation. For how, a lot you, of how would you describe the pandemic? How would you describe the coronavirus? Seemed to come out of nowhere, and then everything got shut down. It was that foreboding. Everything got shut down. All your plans got canceled for the summer, for the year. You had to figure out how to work in this new environment. If you're, you know, fortunate enough to not have to, you know, work a checkout line or stock shelves, um, but then those that were were scared because they were exposed to everybody. We had a, we had an argument on whether we should wear masks uh, going on, and everybody uh, started to get fed up with a lot of things. So, tell me what a quarantine is. I'm in fifth grade. What's a quarantine? Oh, that when that's when people tell you to um, stay home, to stay home, stay away from people, um, separate from those within your household because you may have this. You may have this virus. Um, and the virus was scary, be, not because, you know, it's not like the virus in the movies that turns into a zombie, because I'm sure zombie movies will be very popular 30 years from now still, because I think they're timeless. Think of like, think, think, thank you, George Romero. I think that, you know, it, it was scary because it was just damaging enough. Enough people could die. We were worried about our grandparents not doing okay with this. We didn't know enough about this virus and learned more. And it was such a mystery. So you mean this, 
this virus killed people? Yep. Yep. Um, and, uh, and we were still figuring out how. It was a respiratory disease. And some people would be okay and some people would not be. And so we were all worried about getting it or passing it on to, you know, grandma and grandpa, mom, dad, you know. So how did it affect the world? How did it affect the United States? What changed? Uh, we could not go about our daily lives that we were used to was the biggest thing. We had to, again, figure out new ways to do our work, do our business, and help each other. And we did a lot of that on the Internet. So my challenge to everyone listening out there is to put themselves in a place 30 years from now where you would be describing the pandemic, how it affected the world, how it affected the country, but most importantly, how it affected your life and your interactions with the world. And what type of direction were you given? What type of direction do you take? And for those listening in the moment, this is an excellent human laboratory to look at, step back and look at wise versus emotional mind choices. So let's talk about, uh, Mike, let's talk about the controversy surrounding the masks and wise versus emotional mind choices. So the mask thing is interesting because much like everything that was a mystery, in the beginning, I mean, still I'm talking to 30-year-old kid, remember this, um, in retrospect. Uh, and we can do retrospect because we're now, you know, four or five months out from when all this happened uh, initially. But there was a discussion. There was a, 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 don't wear masks. The mask won't help. And then that changed over time. And unfortunately, I think for a lot of people, that muddied the message. And people became um, distrustful of that message, all of a sudden changing for whatever reason. Um, but it's also been a time before this that a lot of people were distrustful about a lot of the information they've been told. So we're talking about minds of uncertainty. Mm -hmm. And on this show, Mike, we often talk about minds of uncertainty leading, my, leading to minds of anxiety, worry, and fear. Anxiety, worry, and fear. So we want to search out people who have the awareness and the knowledge. Okay. So really, in the moment, for you, Mike, who would that be? Who do I look to with information? For good orderly direction. Um, for me, uh, kind of my rock, I follow a journalist that I trust, um, somebody that teaches in, in a prominent journalism school in New York uh, by the name of Jeff Jarvis. And... And especially right now, you know, social media is a lot of stuff going all over the place. And I try to, when I see something, try to read and understand before I share or comment or something like that. And I more share than comment because I feel like I can't rephrase this because I'm not a doctor. <laughs> you know, I'm not, I'm not a social expert. I'm not a doctor. But, hey, maybe you got, people should see this. So I follow a list on there of um, that vetted COVID experts and these are and i can't tell you off the top of my head the 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 types of doctors or, or things like that but uh you know specialists in infectious disease and respiratory and, and things and things of that nature uh, they, they 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 have more education than i have in these areas so so um i will defer to them to help form how 
I respond to things. So rather than being willful, mm-hmm. you're willing to listen. Just being a sponge. Just being a sponge of information um, on both sides of the fence. And I, like, I want to understand also why people are anti-mask. I want to understand more why are people so against this and and try to read into and ask questions and 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 get that you know um and you're not going to bring everybody over to your side but it's it's you still have to deal with the other side being there and it's like and then how are you going to react to that when that's happened or you're confronted with somebody who's not on the same page especially out in public well a number of episodes mike we did a segment on entitled of course i'm right Mm -hmm. and those are people that are willful and not willing to step back and take a look and took a look at the world through other people's eyes. It's very rare that somebody can be 100% wrong or 100% right. Mm-hmm. So what I, and people often are having difficulty making decisions today. This COVID fatigue is a result of the uncertainty, the quarantine, the isolation, the unknown is creating a lot of depression, a lot of fatigue, a lot of lack of motivation, and honia that we call it in the therapy world. Um, and it's it's a real it's a real disorder. It's a real thing that's happening now. So at times when I there's a few questions that I ask people about making decisions, Mike. Number one, I ask them to be objective and use their cognitive faculties, their thinking brain that takes in data and evaluates it and makes a decision, okay? And then I'll ask them, what does your heart say? What does your emotional center, not what it should be thinking or feeling, but what is your, are you feeling in the moment? What does your emotional center say? And then I suggest to people, tell me what your initial reaction is. Tell me what your gut feeling, what is your gut reaction to this situation, your initial take on it. And what I suggest to people is that when your mind, your emotional center, your heart, and your gut feeling, your intuition align, then you'll know your path. Mm-hmm. No one, no one can tell you how to think or feel. One of the most insulting things is to say to another human being, I understand how you feel. Mike, that's impossible. And this concept of I'm always right. And you and I have discussed confirmation bias before is where you seek out information that confirms your existing beliefs. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so many are so locked up right now that all we have is time to seek those out because I feel like everybody's looking for an answer and nobody has it, you know, Everything's a theory. Everything's in the process. The other side of this is not known, you know. Well, and in the 12-step world, we say more will be revealed. And quite often we talk about on this show about that I don't know is a perfectly acceptable answer. Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen with the pandemic? I don't know. I don't know. And that's a wonderful place to start. You know what's interesting also when people will argue about the mass, will argue about things, uh, so many things these days. An interesting point to, that 
I find has shut people down is when you say, I don't know. Well, what do you think about this, this, and this happening? It's like, I don't know. I got to look into it. I literally don't know what you're talking about to give you an opinion. Like, and I think, I think that people have to be, uh, people should consider um, that as, 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 as an option. Cause we don't, we, we only know so much. We only, we you know, I often say, I don't know what I don't know. Yes. Well, and quite often we talk about on this show that if you don't know what to do, you know what not to do. And, uh, I'm a strong proponent of free will. I'm a strong proponent of individual rights. I'm a strong proponent of making individual choices. However, as long as it, does no harm, does just no like, harm, just like the tattoo says. Does no intentional harm to anyone or anything. So, if we preface that on our decision making, along with our mind center, our heart center, and our gut center, then we can generally form a good direction for in which us to go and flow. Mm-hmm. So, I encountered an individual who was adamant about individual rights about refusing to wear a mask. I said, okay. Uh, I said, super. I said, that's fine. However, I then brought out a pair of scissors and I said, do you have a driver's license with you? And they said, yes, I do. I said, would you pull it out and show it to me? And they did. And I handed them the pair of scissors and I says, cut it up, cut up your driver's license. Well, I can't do that. I'll get in trouble. I said, okay. But how can someone, how can someone have the audacity to tell you that you have to have a driver's license? How can someone do that to you? So, as an act of civil disobedience, which basically is what not wearing a mask is, and and civil disobedience is a fine thing when you're protesting against illegal, immoral, or unsafe, okay? And remember, Hannibal Lecter, if any of you remember Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal Lecter didn't wear a mask to protect himself from you. He he wore his mask to protect you. Have you ever considered that one, Mike? I've never, I've never considered Silence of the Lambs in this equation, no. So, so the, idea, the idea of what we're trying to get across is making wise mind choices, like we always talk about learning to respond to situations rather than react. Mm -hmm. If you talk to 20 people on the street, Mike, the coronavirus situation, it is is what it is. It's there. So many people would have 20 different interpretations of the same situation. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the reasons why eyewitness accounts are so unreliable in a court of law. So when we end tonight, what I'm going to ask people to do when they make their decision-making process is use your thinking part of your brain to gather data, sift through facts, and then what does your emotional center, what does your heart, what are your feelings about this? Not how you think you should feel, how you do in the moment. And then what is your intuitive feeling about this situation? What does your, as it said, your gut feel about this situation? And when those three align, generally, you'll find your path 
if you are doing no harm. And as always, we offer a free prescription at the end of every podcast, fruits, nuts, and vegetables. Unplug your television, please, and take up fishing. And for a truly mindful experience, we suggest that you fish without bait. Do a kindness for yourself. Do a kindness for another. Forgive yourself and forgive another till all are free, none are free. Namaste. Please check out our website at fishingwithoutbait.com where you can listen to the show, comment on our discussions, and find out where you can subscribe to our podcast. If you're interested in flying the colors of Fishing Without Bait, click the shop icon on our website. We have clothing, mugs, cell phone cases, and so much more. Show the world that you fish without bait. This show is a member of the Sorgatron Media Podcast Network. Find out more at sorgatronmedia.com.